160,000 men and women came to Australia as convicts until penal transportation ended in 1868. From the early 1790s, free settlers began to flow. Life for prisoners was harsh. Living under constant threat of sexual exploitation, women were outnumbered five to one. Male offenders were brutally flogged and could be hung for crimes as petty as stealing. Displaced by the new settlement, the Aboriginal people suffered even more. Traditional lifestyles and practices were disrupted by the dispossession of land and where illness and death resulted from the induced disasters. Squatters push across the continent. Many emancipated convicts, officers, and soldiers had turned to land which they received from the government into flourishing farms by the 1820s. More and more boatloads of adventurous migrants from Britain were brought by the news of Australia's cheap land and bountiful work. Often with a gun, settlers or squatters began to move deeper into Aboriginal territories in search of water for their stock and pasture. Close to modern-day Brisbane, a group of convicts and soldiers settled in the territory the Ugera people in 1825. In 1829, Perth was settled by a squatter sailed to Port Phillip Bay an Englishman who chose the area in Melbourne in 1835. At the same time, a private British company settled Adelaide in South Australia, who is proud to have no convict links. Gold fever brings wealth, migrants, and rebellion. In 1851, particularly in New South Wales and central Victoria, gold was discovered while luring thousands of adventurous young women and young men from the colonies. They were accompanied by boatloads of prospectors from China and a chaotic carnival of prostitutes, illicit liquor sellers, entertainers, quacks, and publicans from across the world. The British governor's attempts to impose order for a monthly license and heavy-handed troopers led to the bloody anti-authoritarian struggle of the Eureka Stockade in Victoria. Immense investment to Melbourne and Sydney was brought by the wealth from wool and gold, and by the 1880s they were stylish modern cities despite the violence on the gold fields. Australia becomes a nation. On January 1, 1901, Australia's six states became a nation under a single constitution. Australia became the home of people for more than 200 countries. Australians go to war. Australia had a devastating effect on the First World War. In 1914, there were less than 3 million men, but almost 400,000 of them volunteered to fight in the war. As for the record, an estimate 60,000 died and tens of thousands were wounded. The 1920s was a whirlwind of new cars, American jazz, movies, and fervor for the British Empire cinemas in reaction to the grief. Economic and social divisions grew and many Australian financial institutions failed when the Great Depression hit in 1929. Racehorse star Far Lap, cricketer star Donald Bradman, and other sporting heroes gained near-mythical status where sport became a national distraction. Australian forces made a significant contribution to the Allied victory in Asia, Europe, and the Pacific during the Second World War. A sense of pride in Australia's capabilities came out from the generation that fought in the war and survived. New Australians arrived to a post-war boom. Hundreds of thousands of migrants from across the Middle East and Europe arrived in Australia many finding jobs in the booming manufacturing sector after the war ended in 1945. Many of the men who were at war continued to work during peacetime while the women took factory jobs. With the Snowy Mountain hydroelectric scheme in the mountains near Canberra and other major nation building projects helped Australia's economic growth throughout the 1950s. 
Australia's major exports of metals, wools, meat, and wheat grew for the international demand. Suburban Australia also prospered during the time. By the 1960s, the rate of home ownership rose dramatically in 1947 from 40% to more than 70%. Australia loosens up. Australia suffered in the revolutionary atmosphere of the 1960s, like many other countries. Australia's most popular resistance to the Vietnam War, new ethnic diversity, and increasing independence from Britain all contributed to an atmosphere of social change, economic, and political. Australians overwhelmingly agreed in a national referendum to let the federal government make laws on behalf of the aboriginals of Australia and include them in future censuses in 1967. As a result, both aboriginal and white Australians culminated a strong reform campaign. To end the post-war domination of the Liberal and Country Party Coalition, the Australian Labour Party, the idealistic leadership of a lawyer named George